What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Blunt Mag Tattoo Podcast. I'm your host, Louie, from Free Spirit Tattoo. And before we start, just want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, badmojo.com.au. They're a family-run merchandise company from Australia, and they do things like T-shirts, um, stubby holders, mugs, key rings, all that sort of stuff. So if you need any of that made, then head on down to badmojo.com.au and put in the code BLUNTMAG10. Um, that's all lowercase, and they'll give you 10% off your first order for new customers. This episode, we're joined by Ben Hastings from Tattoo Rosies. If you're a fan of traditional tattooing, you already know who Ben is. Um, one of the heavy hitters in Sydney tattooing for a long time. Uh, it's a pretty long episode because we kind of just got lost in the conversation and I forgot I was doing a podcast. Uh, but we cover everything um, from his tattooing journey, um, coming over from the UK, to working in some of the most iconic shops in Sydney, to now being part owner of Tattoo Rosies. If you're a fan of traditional tattooing, you're going to love the insight given in this episode. So let's get into it. Ben Hastings from Tattoo Rosies, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's um, it's nice to meet you and I'm honored to be on the show. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah, I'm super stoked because um yeah like I originally reached out to um to Jacob who's at your studio and he said no nah, man you got to get Ben on because he's got a fucking awesome story to tell and um you know he's obviously a fucking heavyweight in the industry which you know I, I do really want to talk about throughout this thing because um you know I noticed that you know you've worked at pretty much in my opinion the three most iconic trad shops in Sydney, you know, so Darling Parlour, Hunter and Fox, and now Tattoo Rosie's. Um, are you able to talk a little bit about sort of your story, how, how you got started in tattooing, and then, you know, from there, kind of how, how you ended up in, in those shops? Yeah, for sure. I'm more than happy to talk about it. Also, I feel like Jacob's kind of stitched me up a little bit, sold, sold me up with a river with a, with a big story, but I'll, I'll do my best. Um, Sydney's definitely been, like, really kind to me, in terms of like my career, my progression, it's where I feel like I was sort of established myself. I feel like I probably learned most about tattooing in Sydney um, through the guys I work with at the shops you mentioned, like um, Darling Parlour when I moved moved there, and then Hunter and Fox, and 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 now at Rosie's, I've I've been surrounded by um, some really incredible people, you know, like really like incredible artists. Um, brilliant tattooers and, and, and I've learned so much from, from everyone there. But my sort of tattooing like journey kind of like journey kind of sounds kind of lame, but tattooing sort of started for me um, back in the UK. Like I'm originally from England. Yeah, whereabouts in England? Uh, I'm from a like small town uh, in the southwest called Taunton. Okay. So it's about an hour south of Bristol between Bristol and Exeter. Yep. Yeah, small yep. little rural, kind of backwards, kind of like quiet-ish, but it's a big country town. It definitely wasn't a city. Yep. And so you were tattooing in England? No, actually, I like back then, no. Like when I first got into tattoos, I was just getting tattooed. And I started getting like quite heavily tattooed, I guess around like 18, 17, 18. Um, back home, uh, there was like, I was hanging around with a lot of like, I say a lot of older dudes, but like dudes my age, couple years older, um, into like all the hardcore music and skateboarding, BMX, 
I guess it's like kind of the cliche story, you know, like traditional tattooer with backgrounds in like going to hardcore shows and all that sort of stuff. But it, it really kind of was like that. And um, these guys like I sort of looked up to them and, and I started getting tattooed. And there was this shop that we all, all went to. It was a place called um, Phil Bonds, which is a, a tattoo shop in, in Torquay. Um, Phil was like a real prolific tattooer in the 70s and 80s. And he had um, he had a couple kids, well, uh, quite a few kids, and I think every single one of them tattoos still now. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty crazy, man. And um, <clears throat> we were going down and getting tattooed by this guy called uh, Troy Bond, and and Troy was Troy was the man. He was so good. He he could like draw whatever you wanted like straight on you, um, and. He was real friendly, real welcoming, and, and yeah, like mind blowing tattoos. And, and for me at the, at the time, I just thought it was the coolest shit, you know? Yep. Yeah, and then and I sort of got friendly with Troy, and, and I should probably say that I ha- didn't really have any intention of tattooing or like learning to tattoo. I, I didn't really know that that's what I wanted to do um, until like meeting. Troy and he sort of said it was a possibility but basically he offered me a job working the counter in his shop and he said look I'll, you run the counter I'll teach you to draw I'll teach you to tattoo did, yeah. so did you have any kind of like artistic background before that or was kind of everything came from Troy no nah, until I until I met Troy and sort of started getting tattooed by Troy I had I hadn't even like really started drawing like I I had no real intention of like learning how to tattoo or really knowing like that was a job that you could do, you know, like I was from a small town. There wasn't like really a tattoo shop in my town. It wasn't like a career path into it. I had no idea. Um, but yeah, I was getting tattooed by Troy and he, he finished up and he goes, Oh, have you ever thought about getting into this? And I said, well, no, I never really thought about it. He goes, you know, what? like come, like come work for me. I'll teach you how to tattoo. I teach you how to draw. I think you'd be good. I think you can help me out on the counter, sort of thing. And then he went. He went out for a cigarette, and um, and finished up. And we finished up, and I paid him. And then I went to leave the shop, and I walked outside, and his brother Luke was out there. And I was thinking, sort of in my head, I'm thinking, "Fuck, I like tattoo in there. That could be kind of cool." Like I never thought about it like that before. And then Luke goes, "Oh, hey Ben, like how you doing, man?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, what'd you get tattooed?" And I sort of showed him, and he goes. Hey, like, uh, don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone in the family, but I'm thinking of opening my own business and, um, oh, would you think, would you be keen on working the counter for me? I'll teach you how to draw and I'll teach you how to tattoo. (laughs) In the space of like, from going from like not really having, just thinking it was cool, but not really thinking it was like a possibility. I'd gone from getting like two offers from these two dudes with a real like crazy good respectable background in tattoo in, in the space of like five minutes. And I, yeah, fuck. I think then I was like, oh, shit, I've, I want to give this a real good go, you know? It could actually be a thing. Yeah, yeah, That's that was the first time where I was like, oh, fuck, this is, okay, this is a possibility. And then I think now just like, yeah, I just I just started drawing tattoos, basically. What I thought was a tattoo back then, it, it wasn't. It was like real, real shitty, like, interpretation of, of, I guess, what I understood was a traditional tattoo but it wasn't i was just trying to and that's still what i'm doing now (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah so how did how did you like like from so then you you were tattooing like from from troy's shop 
Nah, this is the funny thing. Like Troy, like he was um, he was like I'm in an iron about opening a shop, and it never really eventuated until like after I left England, and we stayed in touch. And every time I go back there, I like work in his shop or hang out with him, you know. And like he's been real great for me. Um, but he yep. um, yeah, I never actually worked. Started, I started tattooing in, in New Zealand. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, so it's quite a jump. But I, I moved from I moved from the UK to, to NZ. Like I was, I was working for my old man, trying to like, try, like trying to pay the bills or whatever. He was a stonemason, and, and work sort of ran out. My best friend had moved to New Zealand, and um, I had just enough money for a flight and a visa, and, and I thought, fuck it, why not? I'll go. Yeah, nice. So, you, so you just decided to up and go. Did you have the intention of tattooing in New Zealand, or was like, all right, let's go to New Zealand and fucking see what happens? It was pretty much go to New Zealand and see what happens. Like, um, I love the idea of like being able to pick up like you know this path that I'd been put on by those guys at the Phil's and um yeah and and I sort of like I like bummed around town for a little bit I got a job scaffolding and I ended up getting a job at a shop called White Tiger I um I sort of took all my drawings in took my portfolio and I basically said hey look like I'll I'll clean and I'll do the tubes and I'll scrub the floors and I'll do all your bookings I don't want any money and at first he was cut this Greg Greg Michael Greg Burt owns White Tiger. He's like, he'd been tattooing a long time. And he was kind of like a bit skeptical on me. He's like, who's this young kid coming in offering all this like free work or whatever? Yeah. And how old were you at that time? I would have been like twenty one. Yep. Yeah, twenty one. Oh, twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Anyway, like he he took me on and gave me a, a job in um, Queenstown and and and. And uh, yeah, gave me the gave me the, the first real opportunity. Yeah, cool. So you did your apprentice, yeah, like official apprenticeship with those guys. Yeah, official apprenticeship with Greg. I mean, up until I he he actually fired me, like, um, oh. about like about nine months in, he he fired me. He not not for anything I did, but I had like a a falling out with this other dude that was working for him. That'll do it. Yeah, like I think I'm not sure what his problem was. Like, but he he de- he did he definitely didn't like me or didn't like what I was doing. Like, and um, he made he made life a bit hard for me. And, and Greg actually ended up firing me. Um, I think he he was kind of reluctant about it. And then I met um another dude just randomly on the street in New Zealand, a guy called um Alex Stevenson. I don't know if you can follow Alex's work. He's he's got an Instagram page called um, The Serpent Fire. Okay. Um, if you don't, you should check it out. His his stuff's his stuff's awesome. And um, meeting Alex was probably the the biggest turning point in me understanding about like what direction I wanted to tattoo, or, or even like refining my interpretation of what tattooing was or could be. You know, I thought it. Like, I guess back then it was just this cool thing that I was like trying to learn as much about as I could but Alex was already like light years ahead with heaps of direction heaps of style like he like he was the same age as me but he'd been tattooing since he was like real young like 17 or something he'd been in a shop and um yeah he, he was he was light years ahead of me and, and meeting Alex was definitely the the biggest like direction and motivational wise like thing that happened for me like early on you know 
Yeah, cool. It's so depressing when you meet people that are fucking like, you know, younger than you. Like me, I'm 31 now. I'm not 31. I'm 33. And, you know, there's like 22-year-olds that are just fucking awesome tattooists already. And it's like, oh, great. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. It's like, um, yeah, like, in, like going back to Sydney, there's so many young guys coming up <clears throat> that are unreal. Like in our shop at Rosie's, like... We've we've got a shop apprentice. Like again, I, I I never imagined myself having an apprentice. I don't. Re- I mean, he's more of a shop apprentice, and he kind of got himself into a similar situation by I like I did. He just sort of made himself too invaluable, you know. Like he made himself too useful for us to be like, oh, get out of here, you know. He was like, oh fuck, he's actually. Yep. We we got to teach him, you know. Adds a lot of value here and. Yeah, yeah, for sure. His name's Nikita, and he's he's doing really, really well. Real, real. He's gonna be a real good young tattooer. And there's another lad in Sydney who like who blows my mind as well. Um, a guy called Ch- Charles Walsh, and he's working on the Northern Beaches. Yeah. Those dudes, they're painting flash, and their understanding of tattooing is just like so much, so much better than mine ever was or maybe even is now you know it's crazy looking at these young guys that are coming up it's it's so nuts man well that's it hey i mean like you you know these days there's so much more information than there was back in the i say back in the day you sound like a bit of a dickhead but you know like you know obviously with the internet and you know back in the day there was only kind of magazines and that's all you really knew about tattooing or people that you that you spoke to but now you can kind of there's so many more books around there's so much more information that you can do your own research and absorb all that info in such a small period of time yeah totally man i remember like screenshotting photos on myspace and like reposting stuff like that like before instagram trying to like find reference pictures and this is like kind of pre not pre i guess i've been people in painting like a lot of flash but like before people were really like repainting traditional flash you know like how people a lot yeah. of flash now people are like repainting like old designs whereas i feel like then it was flash was painted in a different way you know people were just painting designs that they'd come up with or they made up or they drew as opposed to a yeah. lot of people nowadays like almost like vinyls coming back yeah yeah for sure man for sure so like yeah it's crazy like the like the amount of knowledge, the amount of like information and and wisdom and stuff that's available at everyone's fingertips. Yeah, and I think that's that's one thing. Like in terms of like different styles of even even of of traditional. One thing that I really wanted to talk about um, with Tattoo Rosies, like I said before, it is one of the iconic shops in Sydney as far as traditional goes. But you look at each individual artist, and you know, besides say Norbert, who's you know got his neo trad and he's just fucking incredible. I'll, say that besides him you know you're looking at all the the trad guys that you've got and it's just it's always that little different flavor of trad you know like you can look at yours and then you can look at say jacobs and and you know daniels and and they're all like trad but they're you know you've each got your own flavor and i think that's really cool yeah for sure um i guess like going back to what your initial your initial question about like sydney tattooing and the shops i worked in i kind of fucked up that bit trying to talk about all the shit in england but um, <laughs> no. um yeah back back to that like having moved over to sydney from perth and, and i got a chance like dave was ugly and dave owns darling parlor him and sasha um they they sort of really took a chance on me like i was working in perth um 
uh, at a shop called West Coast Tattoo, um, like south south of Perth, for a guy called Dino. It was crazy, crazy busy, crazy, crazy good shop, crazy good times with all, all those guys. I love all those dudes. But, um, yeah, I, I really didn't have that much of an understanding about tattooing. And, and Dave and Sasha sort of took a, I guess, took a chance on me, you know, and... Um, and I was I was lucky enough to go and work work for those guys at, at a time where I feel like that. So did you hit them up? I did. Yeah, I was like, they advertised that they were looking for a job, and I think like I was like, I I'd been out. And I, it was in my mind to get away from Perth. I'd been in Perth for like two years, and it's not a big place. And and having, I'm not Australian. My idea was like, oh. I'll, you know, I want to travel around Australia, work in different spots, meet different people, see different things. So I felt like my time was up in Perth. And I think I just got back from the pub one night or something. And, and like, I remember really like nervously sending like Dave an email. being like, Hey, I seen you guys are looking for a uh, shop hand, uh, looking for a, a tattoo at the shop. And, um, yeah. And, 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 and he, he hit me back actually, which is cool. It's actually kind of a real cool, yeah, cool. Story. You're talking about like how all the all the guys that Rosie's kind of link in together. Like when when I got the email from Dave, I was in the UK, like visiting my family. I'd gone back and I was tattooing with Troy. And at the time, there was a shop like up the road near Bristol called Great Western Tattoo Club. It was Sam Ricketts and um, who who you'll know as work and like. Chris Martin, who obviously works with me now at Rosie's, I went up and I got tattooed by CPM. Yeah, CPM, the man, and uh, and I got yeah. by Sam, and I got tattooed by uh, Chris. And me and Chris got talking. He was like, "Oh, what do you do, man?" I was like, "Oh, I actually I, I tattoo in Australia." He was like, "Oh, sick, whereabouts?" And I said, "Oh, well, actually, like, no shit. This morning I got an email from a dude in Sydney telling me I've got a job in Sydney, so." Actually, I'm moving. Yeah. I'm moving to Sydney, and he goes, "Oh, fuck, no way, dude!" Like, I'm thinking of moving to Sydney. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Where are you going?" He goes, "Oh, I've been talking <laughs> to this guy called Dave at the Darling Parlor." And man, like the craziest thing, like for two complete strangers to meet, like the other side of the world, and then for me to get the email from Dave the time I did, and to meet Chris. Um, Wait, so so hang on, so he got an email. For, he'd been talking to Dave as well. Yeah, man. Like, so, <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so we we had no idea who the other person was until that. Like, yeah. I mean, I knew who Chris was. Chris is like, has always been one of my favorite tattooers. He's like flawlessly good. Like traditional understanding of traditional is so good. Like, man, his shows and all his tattoos, as you know. Like, I've I've followed Chris for a long time, and my first time meeting him and getting tattooed by him. Yeah, we were chatting. He's like, it turns out he's moving to Sydney to work at the Diamond Pilot, and I'm moving <laughs> to work at the Diamond Pilot. So, like, that kind of, that was pretty cool. Like how that fell into that's fucking weird. It was super weird. You right? just happened to be at that shop at the same time. Fucking hell. Yeah, and then we landed. Like, when we were talking, <laughs> we were talking on like WhatsApp. We stayed in touch, and we were trying to find a place for us to stay in a house. And we ended up crashing on, on um on these sofas in King's Cross for a couple of months until we figured out a spot, spot to go. But yeah, that was our sort of first introduction into Sydney was me kind of on the whim, like shooting Dave a message when I was a bit pissed and like 
definitely not expecting to get a message back because like you know, like, I, yes i wasn't i wasn't good enough to work at the darling part at that point those guys were killing it there was like benny dukakis vic james um dave and sasha to name a few they had the craziest like guests coming through and it was real just sort of like shoot your shot kind of moment and and it and it, and it worked out um yeah mad and then the whole Chris thing, but it was crazy. And and that's how I met Jacob. And Jacob was was the apprentice. Jacob wasn't even tattooing um, when I got to Sydney. Jacob was was apprenticing for Dave. And that's another guy who's and hasn't like, he fucking just become ridiculous, dude? He is incredible. The stuff I see him do, like on a daily basis, blows my mind. Like I have no idea. Like blows my mind. He's he's so good and such a lovely dude as well. Like yeah. such a nice guy. Um, yeah, super nice. I've been tattooed by him, and and it really taught me a lot, like that whole experience and how he approached it all, and you know, really, really gives a shit about what he's doing, you know, and you can tell when they do and when they don't. Man, totally, yeah, for sure. He's super, super well educated, and he's try, he's like, he's refined his style, you know. You can see through his tattoos where he's he's hit like this point where he's like, okay, this I'm this is going well. And then he just like goes completely like picks that up and he runs with it and it just gets more and more refined and more and more elegant, more and more beautiful. I feel like he's doing this like really cool, really refined style of tattooing at the moment. It's, it's in person. It's, it's mind blowing. Absolutely. It looks so good on the internet, but like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he's definitely got, you know, he, he, like, cause I've been obviously following Jacob for a while and you see his style just, I don't want to say evolve, but definitely change. And, you know, like there's little bits and pieces, like he might do hair a bit different now, and he might do, you know, like shading bits and pieces a bit different here and there. And then, then you get like this totally whacked out stuff, which is totally like almost abstract. Yeah. You know? And then, and then it'll bring, I don't know. He's just, I'm a huge fan of Jacob. Yeah. Me too, man. Like, yeah, me too. We, we, we've had some real good times. I've been real, real lucky to like, just to be, I guess around as, as he's evolved, you know, yeah. and yeah so so you were tattooing at, at darling parlor um for a bit and then and then you went to hunter and fox yeah dude i was tattooing for dave for like two years um uh and then an opportunity came up um to go and work for heath and lauren at, at hunter and fox and um again like it was a, probably a, sh- a place i i didn't feel like i was quite ready for or quite fit in, you know, like get Stevie was tattooing there. Like Lauren had been on the front cover of like tattoos down under, which is a magazine I bought in England before I was even tattooing, you know, like these are dudes that I'd read about and heard about and, you know, like, and obviously like Hunter and Fox was having, or pre prior to this had, you know, like Chad Copelinger and, Steve Byrne and Greg Christian and all those dudes coming through the doors. So like, um, yeah, it was, I was super grateful and, and, and felt like real privilege when, when Heath and Lauren and Jamie, um, gave us like, gave us the okay, you know, and, and they took me and Chris on at the same time, which was, um, which was real nice of them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I definitely wanted to talk about, um, sort of see what they're like, cause I don't know you personally, uh, before this, I want to like, cause I noticed that, you know, you, you, you moved with, with Chris, um, and yeah. sort of you moved shop to shop to shop with Chris. And I was like, what, 
what's the sort of relationship that you guys have? So that, that's cool. I get that now. And it's like, you know, to have that kind of connection before you came to Australia and like I straight think, away, you know, someone and you, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the whole, like the, the weird thing about it was like, I think Chris was kind of, oh, I can't talk for Chris, but I feel like Chris was maybe a bit skeptical on the move to Sydney or he wasn't quite sure. It was like a pretty big move. Um, for him, and I remember he'd, him saying, like, he spoke to his mom and his, him and go, oh, mom, guess what? Like, because him and his mom are real tight. And he's like, mom, I met this dude called Ben. He's going to be working at the Darling Party. He's going the same time I'm going completely randomly. And she was like, oh, it's, you've got to go. It's meant to be, you know, like. And I feel like ha- having Chris there, you know, like, working, we, we just, we just get along really well, we're real, we're real good friends, he's been at every shop I've been in in Sydney, and, um, yeah, I couldn't imagine it going any other way, or being any other way, you know. Yeah, cool, cool, um, it's so funny how little things like that happen, you yeah. know, like, little chance things that change the course of everything. Yeah, for sure, for sure, like, we're, we're super tight, and I've, I've, I've learned so much of Chris, um, in terms of tattooing, and, and how to, how to apply a tattoo or even how to draw and stuff like hanging around with him. We just used to like, we had this like shitty apartment that he's a dudes came and stayed in. It was in, in Balmain is down from the shop and we would just like stay up late and paint and draw or drink beers and heaps of dudes came through there. Like Nick Crampton and Jared Serafino and we had Tom Tom come visit. And basically every time a guest came, Every time a guest came to Darling Parlor, we we had sort of put them up at our little, um, our crummy little apartment. Come party at yours. Party at the apartment, and it was it was mad. But and and like, but having all those dudes around, having Chris around, definitely like pushed me in terms of like wanting to be better at tattooing, you know. And and um, yeah, for sure. And I think um, sorry. No, no, it's all right. I feel like I, you feel like you, you ask, I, you ask a question, I kind of run off topic with it. I'm sorry. It's like, nah, man, that, that's how these things go, man. Like, yeah, like that's like, um, like I said, when I sent you that question sheet, I'm like, man, half of this shit we're probably not even going to talk about. Hey, like it's just the conversation just goes wherever it goes. Yeah, before this whole thing, I was like, oh, I'm gonna like talk about all this, and then as soon as you start talking, I'm like, oh fuck, I've forgotten it all. I'm like, I don't know what to say next. Um, nah, man, this, it's the best way, I reckon, because like, people get to sort of get a feel for who you are as a person and how you just chat normally as opposed to it kind of just being scripted and, you yeah. know, but but at the same time, if there's anything that you do want to say, and I interrupt you because I'm really fucking good at interrupting and not letting people finish, um, just, just yeah, like, put, put it out there, man. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's good. I think, like, no, nah, I'll just roll with it. I'll just talk. But, um, yeah, Chris, back to Chris... Oh, yeah, we moved from Darling Parlour to Hunter and Fox together. Um, we got a spot next to each other and worked there for two years. Um, and that and that was nuts. That was so good, like working with all those like traditional dudes at, at Hunter and Fox. You know, like it was Sanchez, um, Jamie, Stevie, Sean, Sean yeah. Sorbs was there. He's yeah, yeah. Sean's Sean's awesome. And, um, fucking super crispy. Yeah, man. So, so, so nice tattoos. So, so working, going from Darling Parlor and like learning how, or learning, maybe learning what is a traditional tattoo to then going to Hunter and Fox and sort of definitely refining what, 
you know, how to do a traditional tattoo. And again, learning more of them, like watching Heath draw, watching the colors that Heath uses and watching the way um, Stevie tattoos. And yeah, just picked up a bit off of everyone, you know. I've, I've been really fortunate to just try and like, like act like a sponge, you know, and everywhere I've been. And I feel like definitely um, my tattooing now or where I'm at now is a result of definitely a Darling Parlor and all those guys there and definitely Hunter and Fox. Yeah, cool. It's yeah, I mean, like you've obviously been surrounded by like fuck such good company and you know, it definitely reflects in in you know, your work. And it, it is really trippy for someone like me to hear um hear you say, "Oh, look, I don't feel like at the time I belong there or, you know, I wasn't good enough to be at this shop or that shop." It's like cuz I'm looking at your stuff on Instagram and it's fucking perfect, man. Like the lines are just as good as that. Like man, it's just fucking out of control. So it's it's sort of a bit of a spin out. I've always sort of, you know, you in in my opinion, Guys like, you know, yourself and, you know, Dave and Vic James and all that. There's probably, you know, maybe 15, 20 trad guys in Sydney that are just like, just fucking top notch, you know. And you're definitely, you know, within that group and, and heading towards the top, in my opinion, you know. Um, so that, that's that's trippy to hear. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I think maybe because going back to like, not really knowing that's what I wanted to do in terms of tattooing. I felt like I really had to learn and I understood that I hadn't really come from like an artistic background. Well, I thought I hadn't really come from an artistic background, but it turns out like my, my granddad does these like crazy good watercolor paintings that he never showed anyone. And then my dad's a stonemason. So he like carves and works with stone. And it wasn't until I thought about it. I was like, oh, actually I kind of got like a few like, artistic people in my family sort of thing it's in your genes to be able to interpret things that way maybe man yeah but i always felt like i i had to work hard on everything you know i always felt like i i felt real grateful for the opportunities i was given and um i felt like i i had to like take them with both hands you know and and by like yeah fuck yeah open up as much as i could and 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 yeah, definitely like push, like pushing the boundaries, like asking Dave for a job when I probably didn't deserve it, and getting you know getting lucky and being friends with Heath and him saying, "Oh, we've got a spot." And yeah, oh, well, I think yeah, it is one of those things where like a lot of the people that I am talking to in these interviews and that I know, um, like that are my mates that are tattooists, they're always kind of everyone like one of the common things that they are oh, you know i'm so lucky that that it turned out the way it did and you know if this thing didn't happen then you know it wouldn't have led to that which led to this which led to that and everyone just feels so grateful because we just we just have such a fucking awesome job yeah we have the best job ever for sure it's so it's so sick i i, I love tattoo and i love everything it's like it's given me and everywhere it's taken me and man i i owe so much to it and i think that's why i'm kind of like I am super grateful and, and I am I am super super like like mind blown I've got to work in the places I've worked with the people I've worked with. Um but it's, it's definitely been like putting in hard work as well, you know, that, that shit pays off. Absolutely. So man, let, let's talk a bit about Rosie's. So cool. like what was the sort of transition from from Hunter and Fox to Rosie's and uh, are you so you're part owner now of Rosie's or Yeah man, yeah. I imagine that. Rosie, yeah? No, you got it right. It's kinda uh, like, I guess it's it's known. It's not like I don't like have it in my bio, like co-owner of you know all of that shit. But like I think people people know. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so basically, Hunter and Fox, um, Hunter and Fox, my time, Hunter and Fox sort of felt like it was coming to an end. Um, and I was ready to, you know, go and learn and move on and do some new things. And, um, man, I approached those do those Rosies guys at the convention. I asked, asked Caleb if there was any sort of, any sort of jobs going. And I was in sort of two minds that there was a lot of like, there was a bit of friction going on at Hunter and Fox at the time. And I didn't want to make sure I was making like a, like a rash decision by leaving. You know, like I had those guys yep. an awful lot for me. Um, so I didn't want to like make a rash decision. You don't want to feel like you're dogging it. No, I don't want to feel like, like they've given me this opportunity and then shit's hit the fan and now I'm out, you know, it was kind of like, I was, there was times where I was a bit frustrated with a few things that were going on and like, and the guys there know, know, know all about that time that was happening. And, um, but yeah, I hit up Caleb and then I undenied about it and Caleb was like, yeah, dude, come work. And, um, Will's actually leaving. Will's going to go to the States, which where he still is. Five points. Five points, man. Like so, so nuts. Um, we can talk about that. Yeah. We can talk about that in a minute, but, um, uh, yeah, and, and I sort of undenied about it, and um, and it got to the point where I was like, oh, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to stay at Hunter and Fox. Like, those guys have done heaps for me. Um, and also in the back of my mind was that I kind of wanted to open my own spot. You know, like eventually I wanted that progression of going and working for myself or having my own business. Yeah. And... Um, so with that in mind, I sort of like sheepishly approached Caleb again. And I was like, hey, dude, like, guess what? I'm out, I'm out you know, I'm going to stay put. Like, these guys have done a lot for me. Like, I'm real sorry. And I think at the time it was kind of a yeah. rough point because Caleb had just Caleb had just bought the shop. He'd bought it off of um, Demi and Sophia. And he'd got, just gone into partnership with Reese Gordon. So I don't know if you know, but... Yeah. Um, Reese uh, actually owned Tatter Roses, or well, half of Tatter Roses for a, a year or so. Yep. And I didn't know that, but yeah, cool. Yeah, Reese, Reese bought half of Tatter Roses. And, and anyway, so I was like, I'm an Anara, and I was like, kind of like, fuck, I owe Hunter and Fox everything. Like, I was having chats with Jamie, and he was being real supportive. And, and um, but I'd made the decision that I was going to stay so i'd gone back on my word i was wasn't going to go to rosie's i was going to stay at hunter and fox i was going to be working with my friends working with sanchez working with chris all everything and everyone i knew and then i got a phone call from reese and and um reese goes all right let's come come get some breakfast i know you've spoke to caleb about not wanting to come over but i want to have a chat to you about a few things I like, okay cool at that point it's done <laughs> at that point it's like already done so like I didn't know what it was <laughs> to talk about. Like I, I hadn't, didn't have a clue, but I obviously said to Caleb, like one of the reasons for me staying was that I wanted to open my own place. And I'd already worked at Darling Parlor. I'd already worked at Hunter Fox. And I was always, I didn't want to go to Rosie's and then leave and do my own thing again. I didn't want to be like yeah. moving around as much as I did. And Reese sat me down, I had some breakfast. He goes like, look, um, I only bought into Rosie's for these reasons, XXX. I won't get into it, but he only he, he was like pretty smart about why he bought it. Um, uh, he said, "Look, I'm gonna hold on to it for a year. After a year, you can buy it, buy me out." And that's sort of, uh-huh. 
blew that blew my mind. Like I was like, oh fuck! Like this is the opportunity I need. Like as you know, and like everyone knows how hard it is opening a shop or getting a studio in space in Sydney or anywhere you know in New South Wales is. Um, it was an opportunity that was too good to turn down, really. Yeah, the fact that you're in cahoots with Reese Gordon anyway is just <laughs> mind blowing, you know. Yeah, he's he's the man. Reese is Reese is awesome. Reese has done a lot for me um, uh, over the last few years, and I, I owe him a lot for sure. I owe Reese an awful lot. He he definitely, um, yeah, definitely pushed me into into where I am right now. Yeah, cool. So the fact that there was that opportunity to buy into Rosie's was the clincher that all right this could potentially be the way forward. Well, man, like, like Rosie's is definitely nothing to take lightly. It wasn't like I was turning my back on them for any other reason other than like I kind of had loyalty to Hunter and Fox and I wanted to do my own thing. But, man, Rosie's has been and always, like, since the start with, like, Will, well, Shanghai Charlie's days. Like, Shanghai Charlie's was a huge, huge shop in Sydney. Like, huge, you know, like, all those dudes. And with... um. The opportunity to buy into it's just yeah, it was just too too good to say no to, you know, just to be a part of something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, so so how long have you how long ago was that? Well it'd be about two years ago now. It's been a pretty rough road with COVID, but I think I Yeah, true. I bought in like a month or two months before COVID hit. Like officially bought in. But I'd been at the shop for maybe like a year. So like Reese true true to his word, almost to the year, was like, Alright dude, let's do this. Um, and, and yeah, and, and I guess the rest is history, but, um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's awesome, man. And yeah, like I, like I keep saying, you know, Rosie's is definitely one of those shops that, you know, when you think of traditional tattoos in Sydney, Rosie's is one of the best, if not the best, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't want you yeah. to have to sort of compare different shops, but there's, you know, there's definitely, you, definitely Rosie's, the other two that you've worked at, you know, the lion's den, and they're, they're probably the shops that, you know, are really known as, as the the traditional, you know, heavyweights of this, you know, of the Sydney industry, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, I th- I think like uh, I'm I try to remain pretty like humble and pretty like understanding about everything, but I honestly think, in my opinion, like Tattoo Rosie's, it's 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 the best shop for me. It's the best shop in Sydney. It's so good. Like I'm gonna say it. Like it's my yeah. shop. I can say yeah, it. I- I bet. I bet. No, for sure. No, look, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree there. Like, yeah. you know, guy. Like, I, I've. I've rattled them off before as well. But like yeah. everyone, like I said before, has their own. You know, their own flavor. It's not just kind of. It's not just like, all right, here's your standard traditional stuff. Like you can. You can look at yours and know that it's a Ben Hastings tattoo. You can look at. You know. Um. You know, Caleb's, and you know that he's done it. Um. Sure. Jacob, Daniel, all, all. All these people are just. Yeah. Man, that's not taken away from anyone else. Like the Lions Den, those boys down there, like crazy crazy good tattooers like um i love love seeing all their stuff like tristan's and pat's pat benares man like fuck that good dude can tattoo and like again like each like it's i'm just saying it's my opinion like little tokyo is like like a powerhouse it's formidable you know you can't like that's just on another 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 planet but um for me where we're at what we're trying to do what we all what me and caleb believe in like fundamentals of of a tattoo shop or a traditional tattoo shop as such, like it doesn't get any better, dude. Like I'm, I get to work with my best friends. I get to work by with everyone that like inspires and motivates me. Um, everyone I've been lucky enough with, like 
to work with at Darling Parlour in terms of like Daniel Joseph came up with Jacob. It was kind of like a Chris and me sort of package, like Daniel and yep. you know, um, Norbert. Like he, dude's been tattooing like so long, you know, and tattooed through so many like. He's the fucking best in the world. Norbert is just out of control. <laughs> like, just, okay, like, fuck. The, like the stories and the the knowledge and stuff he has is is mind-blowing you know like just casually tell you how he's like tattooed lemmy and like all these like crazy stories from poland and um and then yeah you got emily who you you know emily's work just like yeah emily jane yep just nuts like so like refined so detailed like and the like most flawless like black and gray like traditional I guess she'll probably hit me for like kind of gothic-y kind of like just real fucking cool, badass, like bad stuff, you know, like it's so, so, so cool. And then Demi, like, again, the other sort of spectrum of traditional is like, like Borneo, um, tribal, heavily tribal influence traditional. And like you'll walk in and she's like just blacking out this section of an arm and it'll be the most solid, like beautiful, silky black you've ever seen. And the dude will have like crazy healed like back piece or something by her or whatever, you know. Um, it's nuts. Yeah, so like well, I'm super lucky. I get to work next to Caleb. I get to go and watch Norbert. I get to go check out what Jacob's doing. Chris is like, you know, like flawless. Daniel, Emily, Demi. And um, we've just um, taken on a new new girl from Perth who I worked with when I was over there called Caitlin Greenwood and she does um yeah really really nice like neo-traditional stuff um you should definitely check her stuff out if you haven't I'm sure you have like she's 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 not mm-hmm. and then like as I was saying earlier about young tattooers and guys that you know like young guys or guys that have been in it for, for only a couple of years or whatever blowing my mind is is our apprentice Nick um Nikita um so yeah, man, like for me, Rosie's is, is the spot. I'm real proud of that place. I love that place. I love everyone in it. Um, yeah, and again, like I guess feeling super grateful or kind of feeling out of place from working at places like <clears throat> Darling Parlor or working at Hunter and Fox. I mean, I, you know, some days I walk around Rosie's and I'm like, holy shit, like how the fuck do you end up here? <laughs> you know, these guys, are, these guys are nuts. And yeah, like this is this is one of those shops, like, this yeah. is one of those shops that, you know, a young Ben would have walked into and just been, like, intimidated as fuck. <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah, hard out, for sure. Hard out. Yeah. No, that, that's awesome, man. Um, hey, um, usually usually I talk a little bit about conventions. And sorry to sort of just completely change the subject. Yeah, cool. Um, in, in terms of, you know, conventions and that sort of thing, I know that I know that you've done a bunch of them. Um, I've seen you at a few. Um, just, you know, me walking around snooping. Um, but, um... Yeah, what what are the sort of what are the plans going forward? Because I know there's this sort of you know it's getting a little bit murky in terms of the politics and all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> um man, I, I yeah, I hate the Australian tattoo conventions. I don't say that hate like yeah. that's kind of like rough. Like I have fun, they're good, um, but I I feel like I don't know if they're managed the best way or like run the best way. I'm sure you've had dudes talking sh- talking a bit more shit than I have on here, but. Um, uh yeah conventions for me uh are fun like, i enjoy doing them um the f- one i guess is i hold like closest to me is the new zealand one 
I don't know if you've ever been to the yeah. Plymouth Convention. I thought you were gonna say that. Man, that like that was probably that was the first proper tattoo convention I went to and was a part of and um I worked at like um I was lucky enough to sort of help um run the booth for a guy called um Mark Sender when I was an apprentice. So obviously you know Mark Sender builds like crazy. Oh yeah, fucking just Mark Sender. Crazy good like tattoo machines. Like, and when I was an apprentice, like I'd met Mark through a few other dudes that I had been friends with in New Zealand, like um, Rowan Skilton and and Todd and those dudes working in Wellington. They were good friends with with Mark. Yeah, New Zealand is um, it's it's as good as it gets. It's so much fun, so much fun. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Do you reckon like moving forward, you do you do more Australian ones or probably probably yeah. not? Like I think, well, I know. That, the Australian tattoo, they owe me one. Like, we, we paid for one that we are still waiting for. Mm. Same, same as us. Yeah, yeah, it's not that far. It is what it is. So I'll do that one. I'll do the next Sydney one because we got credit. And um, we'll take the shop and it'll be fun. Um, and I think after that, I think there's talk of, like, Todd from 13 Feet. Like, in he's been talking about putting on a convention, like, kind of a smaller one. Yeah, cool. um, I don't know if you know about that. Like Reese definitely will, and obviously Tobble. But they're they're talking about putting up more of like an artist ran, smaller, yeah, yeah. kind of like less commercial, less cheesy, more tattooing. More about actually tattooing. Yeah, more like like you're not gonna be tattooing like a tattooing like a cool eagle on someone's forearm, and these guys these guys dressed in wrestling masks are like running up and down the stage and like. Like three yeah. that sort of like corny shit that goes on with those ones, or as like a car, you know, like I don't know. But yeah, Todd's one sounds awesome, man. It sounds really, really cool, and I'm I'm definitely going to be a part of that. Um, once once he gets to go ahead, I can't remember the name of it. Reese will know for sure, but I can't remember the name. Yeah, cool, cool. No, but that's definitely one to look out for. You'll see it. But um, yeah, I, I enjoy doing I enjoy doing conventions. It's always good to see faces and always good to catch up. But yeah, for me, the best one in recent years is, is the New Zealand one. If if you haven't and you get a chance to go to anyone listening, you, you should check it out. It's awesome. It's yeah, cool. fuck yeah. Uh, Kiwis are such cool people in general. Like, I feel like there's no way that one couldn't be just awesome. No, it's sick, man. Like, dude, Brent Taylor runs it. Um, and he just does such an awesome job. He gets, like, he's always, he always gets all these, like, crazy good tattooers. I mean, I, I got tattooed by Todd Noble and got tattooed by Bo Brady at the New Zealand convention. Um, you know, Dan Smith goes there a lot. Um, obviously you got all the powerhouses in New Zealand, like Sacred Tattoo and, and I don't think Two Hands really do it too much anymore. They used to back in the day. Um, yeah. And then you get dudes like coming through, like that's where I first met a bunch of my American friends. I, I met, um, like Austin and Gary Royal, Austin Maples, Gary Royal and Derek Montez and those dudes there. They, and Nate, Nate Hudak. Those guys came over and did did the NZ convention, and and I've been over to the states to visit them since and, and work with those guys. Yeah, heaps of heaps of Americans do NZ, but not Australia. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, I think <laughs> I think the reason. Yeah, like I was waiting for Jesse Smith to come to Australia, and he just did NZ. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for those dudes, like Austin and Gary tattooed in Sydney quite a lot, and I know Gary's part kiwi so i think for him it's kind of like going home a little bit and they've already done australia if they do come over they don't really tattoo like i know gary comes over and rides bikes 
he rides like rides choppers with those dudes in in Queensland, and um, that was the last time in camo. He didn't really tattoo, but hopefully, once all this COVID like disappears, well, it doesn't disappear, but everything gets a bit more um, relaxed. We can start moving around the world a bit easier, and, and people will get hyped to start coming back to to Australia. Yeah, man. And if anyone's listening, they want to come, come and work, and want to come hang out at Rosie's. We've got um, we've got a guest spot. We've always got a guest station. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh man, um, I feel like I've kept you for ages. But before I, before I, so we sort of wrap things up. I want to ask you if there's anything that, like, you know, if there's any sort of stories that you wanted to tell but didn't get the chance because I fucking interrupted you, or if, the, you know, or if uh, you know, I got you off on a tangent somewhere. And you know, is there anything that you kind of, you know, were gonna tell or wanted to tell but then couldn't? I'm, I'm sure there's a whole bunch I've missed out on. There's definitely a whole bunch of people I've missed out on. Um. You know, like even just dropping in Mark Sender at the end there, like casually, like Mark built my first machine, taught me everything I know pretty much about machines. Um, he was a huge influence. And I'm sure there's other people I've missed out, like like Dino, who I spoke about briefly, about the dude who owned the shop in Perth. Um, yep. I met him in New Zealand in a snow store when I was an apprentice, and he was kind enough to give me a, a job in, in WA super super nice dude and i definitely learned heaps about tattooing from him um alex i spoke about chris i spoke about heath and lauren man this and caleb and rosie's and the opportunity i'm at yeah i feel like we probably could have spoken a bit more about caleb but he he you know like everyone knows everyone knows about caleb everyone knows how sort of prolific he is within the industry as well you know dude he's he yeah working next to him is is awesome you know like he's knowledge of Australian tattoo history, his collection of Australian tattoo history flash, his... The Bob Wood book. The Bob Wood, like, I think, like, yeah, he had, he had to, he wrote the foreword in the Bob Wood book, but, um, yeah, just, just his, like, his knowledge around all that sort of stuff is, is so nuts, and, um, yeah, Kyle's one of my best friends, for sure, and, and getting to, like, work next to him every day is super inspiring. It's it's nice if if you haven't got tattooed by Caleb, you you definitely should. It's really really cool, really cool. yeah, fuck yeah, like really real cool experience. Effortless knowledge about old Australian tattooing, you know, it's sick. Yeah, now that that's cool, as man. Um, I reckon I reckon I probably kept you longer than I said I would. So um, oh, yeah, man, we, we we can wrap it up here. And before we go, I just want to um, so everyone everyone at home that that's listened to this um benjamin.hastings on instagram go check him out check out tattoo rosies again i say this every time but you know people don't need to people don't need me to say that sort of shit they're listening to this episode because of you not because of me but you know just in case just in case and um one thing i the way i usually end them i want to know sort of how do people book with you or you know are you taking bookings or what's the best sort of process to get tattooed by you or anyone at tattoo rosies the best the best way to get tattooed at Tattoo Rosie's is to just to just to call the shop. Like the best, easiest, fastest way to get in is to call the shop and be like, "Hey," because we're super casual, we're super friendly, we're super like approachable. Everyone that works there is is, is lovely, and uh, there's no egos, no attitude, no nothing. Like I, it's such a such a good place to be. Like um, to to call to, to ring the shop, be like, just talk to one of the boys and be like, "Hey, I wanted to get tattooed by Daniel or Jacob." They'd be able to put you onto it, but saying that like um uh i i've been taking bookings through um my website i've got a website um benhastingstattoo.com um and i've got like a booking in form uh which is a bit more informative you can sort of fill out 
like what you want to get, you know, like describe it, attach files, all that sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm pretty sure most of the guys have got that similar sort of setup or, or they'll be taking it through like email or, or Instagram. But yeah, you can either call the shop, email us or, um, or direct message. We're pretty informal, pretty approachable and, and, um, yeah, can't, you can't really go, go too far wrong. And I'm pretty sure everyone's books are always open. Like we're not, and there's no one on the shop shutting up their books. Oh, Jacob maybe, but yeah, cool. It's because he's too busy. And- <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's one of the that's one of the byproducts of COVID. Hey, you know, like you've got all this backlog to catch up to. That it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Trying to rebook everyone's been pretty nuts. Yep, and it's like, oh well, the people that I had booked in already at this time, do I push them back or do I just keep them as they are? And then you know, is it fair? I don't know how to do I, it. Yeah, yeah I, I just think calling everyone and seeing how they're going because I guess like COVID's been hard on. A lot of people in a lot of different ways, you know. I remember ring people and be like, "Hey, you, like, you still want to get tattooed? It's okay if you don't. Like, you know, like for whatever reason, you know, like financially, it's been hard on a lot of people. Like mentally, it's been hard on a lot of people. Some people just don't want to get tattooed anymore. But um, so I've been like calling people up and being like, "Hey, how you doing? Like, how's things going? And you interested in getting tattooed? Have you been through lockdown? Having a little chat and." And sort of retouching with people that way and it's it's working for me that's for sure but it's been a lot of time on the phone and and um yeah i think i'm finally getting towards the end of, of the list and and the majority of people are rebooked back in and, and um, i'm super grateful I, i've i've really got like another like a whole thing like i missed talking about was talking about all my customers and clients because dude i got some of the best yeah do, do you with your with your sort of work is it kind of What's the sort of like breakdown of like, all right, flash or like custom work, or is it, you know, more skewed towards one or the other or what's the sort of process that you, you know, for, for getting tattooed by you? It's probably like, um, yeah, maybe like 50, 50, like I'll get like people going like, Hey, can you draw me this? And I'll draw it up for them or I'll reference their ideas from old flash or it's people like, Hey, I want to just want to pick flash, you know, which is real cool. I, I like tattooing like that. I like at the moment. I'm really enjoying like tattooing like kind of obscure old flash, like weird, like weird, funky sort of stuff, or making like things look just stuff that people wouldn't have wouldn't have looked at, or wouldn't have picked before. You know, I'm really enjoying like finding stuff like that and making it into a cool tattoo. Yeah, cool. fuck yeah. So yeah, I guess it's like fifty fifty. Yeah, cool. I was pretty yeah, pretty nervous talking to you. I was pretty to be honest. I was real uh, honored to, to come and chat on here. I know you got some pretty um crazy good good people on here already and the fact you're talking to reese and stuff tomorrow is um yeah it's awesome man i really appreciate being a part of it so if i know nah, man including and especially yourself man like fuck <laughs> I, I look at your your tattoos and like they're just so fuck and everyone at rose like they're just so fucking crispy clean and perfect it's like how do you even fucking do that like tattoos can't look like that but nah man like absolutely we we you know more than hold you in that sort of esteem as well so Super appreciative, of, like that you you know spent your time to come on and just love everything you're doing, man. Like, thank you so much. Thank you. Like, it's been a real honor being on here, and um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to listen to the series when it comes out, and and um, yeah, th- thanks heaps, man. Thanks heaps. <laughs>